0: Thanks for spending time with me and let's go into the show. I wanted to take a moment and tell you about one of my favorite companies, Paleo Valley. They make some of the world's best health products and I really love their Essential C Complex, which is one of the only immune boosting products on the market that's made from whole food sources of vitamin C. That your body can effectively absorb you see most vitamin c products only contain a fraction of vitamin c called ascorbic acid this is the synthetic form of vitamin c and it's often processed with gmo corn with essential c complex you get the full spectrum of vitamin c with all the additional nutrients minerals and bioflavonoids that make it so powerful in the first place the way nature intended Paleo Valley Essential C Complex contains three of the most potent sources of vitamin C on the planet the unripe acerola cherry, the amla berry, and the kamu kamu berry. The acerola cherry alone is 120 times more potent than an orange. The daily recommended amount of vitamin C was decided upon based on the amount of vitamin C you need to not get scurvy, not really the amount you need for a stronger immune system. This is why Paleo Valley Essential C Complex contains 750% of your daily recommended value of vitamin C, completely sourced from nature, so you can thrive, not just survive. You see, vitamin C is an extremely fragile nutrient, and it can very easily lose potency if it's not processed correctly. So Paleo Valley has worked with the most responsible manufacturers they could find to gently break down each of these fruits and to guarantee no vitamin C was lost in the processing. They recruited a non-biased third-party tester to confirm it contains the amount they put on the label. Because in times like these, when everything seems uncertain, your immune system shouldn't be. Paleo Valley Essential C Complex is non-GMO- gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and made with all organic superfoods. No fillers or flow agents that you'll find in most supplements. Nothing weird, just food. Check out paleovalley.com and use the coupon code JOCKERS, just simply my last name, JOCKERS, J-O-C-K-E-R-S, today to get 15% off your order. Hey friends, this podcast is actually an interview that I did a few years ago for a project I worked on called the Keto Edge Summit. The Keto Edge Summit was basically where I interviewed, I think it was like 36, 40 of the top keto experts in the world. We talked about all things keto. We talked about how to get the best results out of the diet. We talked about biohacking strategies to do to help improve your digestive system, to help improve your brain health, your energy, and really get the most out of life. And so this interview is with one of my good friends who is an expert in many different areas. And you'll see as we as we dive into this topic, just uh, just how deep we go and the quality of the content that you get and so just a reminder. This is uh Roughly, you know, this is I think I did these interviews in like 2017 2018 so a few years old But uh, the content is just as relevant and uh, I know that it will make a difference in your life So you will enjoy this content And uh, if you wouldn't mind just leaving us a rating or review, your reviews really, really count. They mean the world to us and uh, they help us get seen by more people. So if you just go to your Apple iTunes player and uh, rate us and leave a review, that will really help us uh, just be able to help more people and get this information out to the masses. Thank you for doing that and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Keto Edge Summit, where we are dispelling the myths and empowering you to take back control of your health with the ketogenic lifestyle. I'm Dr. David Jockers, and I'm here with my good friend, Dr. Jack Wolfson. Great to have you on the summit. And Dr. Jack is actually a practicing cardiologist. He wrote a book called The Paleo Cardiologist. And so practicing in traditional medicine and uh, married his wife, and he's gonna tell us his story who was into natural health, she was a chiropractor and uh, started to you know, teach him about a natural health lifestyle and he realized, wow, you know what? The things he was doing really weren't helping his clients and um, has completely adopted a more natural paleo slash keto lifestyle. And he's gonna tell us really what he's doing on a regular basis with his patients and how he's helping people really overcome cardiovascular disease uh, using a paleo slash keto lifestyle. So Dr. Jack, tell us how you got into this, how you became a cardiologist to begin with.
1: Well, my father was a cardiologist and he was my absolute hero. He was a brilliant man, but he was also, he liked to have fun. And that fun lifestyle also, I think, ultimately led to his health issues that he had. So I see my father going through these health issues as I'm following in his footsteps and I'm going through all the cardiology training, all the steps to become a cardiologist, four years of of medical school, three years of internal medicine, three years of cardiology. And then I see my father, once again, starting to get sick and he eventually gets diagnosed with a Parkinson's-like illness. Hmm. And at that time, I'm also starting to get frustrated with conventional cardiology because patients come in the hospital, we tune them up, they leave the hospital, and then they come back in. So the hospital's like a revolving door. So at that point is when I did meet my aforementioned wife who is a doctor of chiropractic, and she starts telling me there's a reason why your patients are sick and why the hospital has a revolving door. There's a reason why your father's sick. And what she was saying made sense because what she was telling me was that there is a cause to this and the cause is poor nutrition, the cause is environmental pollutants, Mm -hmm. the cause is lack of sleep and lack of sunshine, and she's telling me this and I listened. Most medical doctors would run from that person, but I listened to what she had to say and it was just blew my mind Mm -hmm. as far as wow this makes perfect sense that we're not deficient in pills, we're not deficient in cardiology procedures, we weren't born deficient in open heart bypass surgery So I started to change my practice, open up my own natural practice in Arizona, wrote the book, and it's been phenomenal. And I get to sit here and talk to doctors like you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and we really appreciate you coming on. And really the message that you're getting out to the world, um, you know, coming from that place where you were raised in conventional medicine, you know, for myself, I've been in a sense outside of that my whole life, right, as a chiropractor, my mom's a naturopath. So I kind of was raised in this natural lifestyle, but, um, you know, to hear it from a medical doctor who's you know, was trained, you know, you had the credentials, and then you came out of that just realizing, hey, you know, this really isn't working, and I just, ultimately, I'm going to surrender my ego and do what actually gets people better, right?
1: Well, you know, it is, uh, it is certainly difficult because I think a lot of the uh, MDs do realize that there is a different way, that they are frustrated with their current model, but that's how they get paid. They get paid in that model. They get paid to see as many patients as possible, as rapidly as possible. Uh, They get paid to do the procedures. Uh, ties, you know, with the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. So it is difficult to leave that model. I know it was difficult for me. Uh, I had to jump ship when the time was right, back in 2012. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a few years for me now in this current practice. But uh, I would certainly encourage any medical doctor, and I meet them all the time at you know yeah. conferences and events where people come up and say, "How'd you do it?" And I say, "Right. I just did it. I accepted that yep. there is a better way, and I moved on." And I would encourage anyone to do so.
0: Yeah. Very courageous. That's for sure. Thank you. And so, you know, obviously with cardiology, one of the big things that I hear about all the time and really all of us hear about is cholesterol, right? So we hear about cholesterol, good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, we wanna keep our cholesterol low. Typically they're saying under 200. And uh, you know, we know when people start adopting a ketogenic lifestyle, right? And they're eating a lot more higher fats, it's natural for that cholesterol to go up. And so tell us as a cardiologist, your take on cholesterol and what cholesterol does for our body.
1: Well, I think obviously historically, cholesterol was found at the scene of the crime, if you will. It was found yeah. in, in coronary artery blockages in the 1940s, 1950s, when these pathologists were looking under a microscope. But clearly, we know that cholesterol is just there; it's part of the you know spackle that helps to heal the wall. Right. So I figured. Chapter one of my book, let's dedicate that to the truth about cholesterol and let people understand that this is a critical molecule that we need, that's why our body makes it, and every other animal on planet Earth makes it as well, because we need it, that's why a chicken egg contains it. So, regarding the keto diet and the, the cholesterol is that what we do is we give the body the foods it needs and then our body's gonna make the cholesterol that it needs, right, mm-hmm. to get the job done. What we wanna do is we wanna focus on what is the perfect cholesterol for each individual person and everybody's different, right? Yeah. Yours may be 220, mine right. may be 180, the next person down the street, it could be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And that's when you follow the right lifestyle. You eat the right foods, you find your perfect number.
0: Right, yep. So cholesterol is really an essential component of our body, which I know a lot of people don't realize. And uh, you know, we're told that LDL is considered the bad cholesterol. And you have a chapter. Chapter two was LDL is not the boogeyman. Right? Because we're told, hey, it's really bad, it's the bad cholesterol, we need to do everything we can to lower that. And so tell us about what LDL actually does for the body. Yeah, most certainly. And you know, when you follow, when you follow
1: keto, mm-hmm. and I wrote the book, The Paleocardiologist, and yeah. keto and paleo, they're they're certainly, you know, uh, very, very, very similar. Um, what it does once again is that you get to that cholesterol set point of where you need to be, and then cholesterol total may go up, yeah. but as you said, LDLs go up. Right which have a purpose. That's once yeah. again why the body makes LDL, yeah. but also HDL goes up as well. Right. And when you maintain that ratio, yeah. that's the most important thing. Yeah. So oftentimes we do hear people that come back and they say, oh, well, you know, I spoke to my friend who's a cardiologist, or I spoke to my general internal medicine doctor and they said my cholesterol went up. And I said, who cares? Okay. And if you look at the data from the 1970s and the Mr. Fit trial on hundreds of thousands of patients, if your total cholesterol was between 160 and 260 it had no difference in mortality so it didn't matter if you're once again if your total cholesterol was 160 or 260 you were at the same overall risk now once you start going up from there it may be a problem once you start Mm -hmm. going under 160 it's definitely a problem that's very clear in the literature so when you eat keto eat paleo when you follow that kind of principle uh, you know those LDL particles. Actually, the particle is really, as you know, of course, yeah. you know, that's where the science is. Looking at right. the particle, looking at something called ApoB, which yeah. is uh, the stitching of the LDL baseball, if you will, and it's that ratio versus the ApoAs, which are yeah. on the HDLs. These are really twenty-first century data that our people, our tribe. Yeah. they need to know those numbers right the conventional cardiologists as you know conventional doctors they're stuck on that old 1970s model yeah. uh, and it doesn't work
0: yeah absolutely and so you're talking about the pattern a pattern b uh lipo ldl particles as well right and when we're looking at the ratio right so if somebody were to look at their lipid profile right now and they were look at their ldl to hdl right and their uh, triglyceride to hdl ratio as a cardiologist what would be kind of the ideal zone there
1: well, I mean, I would have to say that probably, mm-hmm. you know, the lower is better. Yeah. Where you get to somebody, um, you know, when they're following the right lifestyle. So if we look at those LDL particles over the yeah. HDL, correct? So, I mean, so you certainly want a lot more HDL particles than if you can than LDL yeah. particles or a lot more ApoAs than ApoB. And we achieve that, you know, and it's in the literature. Yeah. It's not, you know, just conjecture with you and I sitting here talking. I mean, I see it in my patients most yeah. importantly, but then also it's, it's clearly in the literature on how you change those particles. Um, and once again, to get the information from doctors like us, and then if you want to take it to another doctor and say, well, you know, what say you? Uh, if you want to see a blank look on a cardiologist's face, take that kind of advanced profile to, right. uh, you know, uh, to your cardiologist and see what they say. But it's very clear, and we see it on a daily basis. You yeah. want give the body what it needs. It will make the products that it needs.
0: Right, exactly. So just really working with the natural rhythms of the body. Right. Almost certainly, yeah. and
1: like you said, I mean, LDL is a purpose, right? Mm-hmm. LDL is the, the uh, bus, the carrier that takes yeah. things around the body. That's why it's Yeah, like fat-soluble
0: nutrients, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, we need, it carries them, exactly. right? Exactly. CoQ10, it's a, yeah, it's a you major have have part it. of
1: our immune system. Right. You know, so it's so important to have a lot of those, you know, big, large, fluffy LDL mm-hmm. particles floating around those are the ones that are healthy yeah and i think that's also one of the benefits certainly when it comes to uh, going keto and i yeah. know that you're very big into you know into fasting yes is that as you kind of adopt that lifestyle yeah. you allow the body to clear those old mm. ldl particles that may be circulating around too much they're getting you know they're getting smaller getting damaged getting oxidized yeah. uh, and then clear those from the system when you incorporate uh, the intermittent fasting protocol yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, yep. You know, as a somebody who practices functional medicine, I always tell my clients, hey, if you are following a paleo slash keto lifestyle, right, you're following these natural healthy lifestyle practices, and yet for some reason your LDL or HDL ratio is off, it's usually one of three things. It's either insulin resistance that just isn't budging, it's a thyroid problem, Right, that maybe is underdiagnosed or undiagnosed, and/or um, it could be an infection. And so, what are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah. I, I certainly agree. And then I would say maybe a fourth component to that would be. It's a sunshine deficiency
0: mm, because
1: yeah. as you get more That's sunshine yeah. and that last step before you make cholesterol, because cholesterol is all being, you know, it's a passenger on that LDL bus because yeah. it's being delivered around the body where it needs. So as that, you know, you're stacking that bus full of cholesterol, you'll have less of it to stack in there, the more sunshine you're getting right. because right before you make cholesterol, you have something called 7 cholesterol, mm-hmm. And when the sun hits 7-dehydroxy, it converts it into... Vitamin D yeah, so you want a lot more vitamin D not necessarily right. through supplements Yeah, uh, although if that's all you have because you live in uh, upstate New York or Canada or somewhere right. else. I can insult um, uh, You know you you definitely want to get sunshine and you and I see clients yeah. from all over the world and I tell people that live in Those environments move you got to get sunshine as you crank up vitamin D. You will lower your cholesterol So that's right high cholesterol. I believe in so many times is a sunshine deficiency
0: I mean, that's so huge for the listeners to understand, right? Just getting out in the sun on a regular basis. And that's just obviously just a natural part of what our ancestors did on a regular basis. And so if somebody comes into you, let's say, you know, they come in, 40 pounds overweight. Um, they want to adopt a healthier lifestyle, right? LDL to HDL is off. You know, they've got, let's say, coronary heart disease, right? What, um, tell us about, like, how you take them through the process of adopting a more natural ketogenic lifestyle.
1: Yeah, it definitely sounds like a lot of my patients. Yeah. Obviously, you know for sure. So a lot of experience. You know, I think it's you know I think it's important to to get educated, right? So yeah. to to you know, watch you know summits like this and to really learn all the steps to do it. And therefore, when you're learning from experts like yourself that have been doing it for so many years, you really you know you you're learning from the best you're learning from their experiences and as you know as doctors like us serve as their guides mm-hmm. to get the, to where they need to be uh, I'm a very big proponent of organic food yeah so organic food therefore not sprayed with pesticides and chemicals I think that is a perfect way for people to start mm-hmm. uh, overall health and wellness it's like no matter what your vice is just do it organically yeah yeah and then from there you know obviously it depends on the person right some people as you know they're ready to dive into the keto lifestyle Right. They're like, okay, give me the protocol. I'm jumping in. Yeah. Other people, it's more of kind of like gradual six weeks to yeah. you know, to keto, <laughs> six weeks to paleo right. lifestyle. And you start kind of checking things off and get them off their yeah. food addictions. Yeah, is, you know, is what it it's is. Big. So, the first thing I usually remove on people is gluten. I say mm-hmm. anything that mm-hmm. has gluten, that nasty little particle from wheat, yeah. barley, and rye, yeah. get that out of the diets. Uh, and then from there you kind of wind up at like that most evil villain which is sugar Yeah, and that's usually kind of the last thing i remove because mm. it's the last thing they want removed it's and right. it's such a major hurdle so i think i build up the confidence in those people to get them off a lot of these foods small wins and, right? then, and then get them yeah. off that sugar at the that's end good. and it's been it's been very successful
0: yeah that's awesome absolutely and i know i uh, heard you speak recently and you were talking about heart disease as an autoimmune condition right can you tell us more about that
1: most certainly you know it's I mean you know the 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 cardiologists really do Mm -hmm. think that it is a deficiency of Lipitor (laughs) Crestor Zocor it's a statin drug deficiency yeah aspirin deficiency and I've learned so much more, and along that course, it's just a matter of, you know, why is your body forming these blockages? Yeah. Your body's not making mistakes, right? Your body is doing this because that arterial wall is damaged. Yeah. And when you follow the right lifestyle and you eat the right foods and you get the sunshine and get the sleep, the body will start dissolving that plaque. Mm. The body will prevent that plaque from occurring because as you have these damaged blood vessels the body comes in to repair that damage so you have all this immune tissue coming in the macrophages the monocytes the lymphocytes T cells B cells they're all found in that plaque yeah and they're not innocent bystanders they're there doing that work to repair and to heal and to protect that vessel so if we take away all these bad foods our immune system is not going to attack that blood vessel wall
0: right Absolutely. And it's so huge for people to understand, right? That it's really it's inflammation and it's an autoimmune condition because the immune system's just going haywire because of, you know, just all this stress on the system. And uh, so tell us about I know in your in your book, in the paleocardiologist book, you actually have a food pyramid, right? And tell us basically what your food pyramid looks like and, and how you uh, how you teach your clients how to use this.
1: Well, you know, certainly I think that um, there's a lot of debate amongst people now, and I think there's kind of really going into two camps at this point. There's the keto paleo people Mm -hmm. like us, and then there's people over here that are vegan. Yeah, and I think that that is uh, very poor advice from yeah. the vegan side. because that is so common,
0: especially with uh, you know Dean Ornish and a lot of the people that are in cardiology. Yeah. Here. There's a
1: lot of people in that space yeah. right now that you know that are doing that, and they're all they call themselves plant-based. Yes, now not all of them are vegan. Right, they call themselves plant-based. Well, I'm plant-based. I'm too. plant-based. Exactly. The foundation <laughs> of my pyramid yeah. is is vegetables. Right. Um, And then from there, you go to things like, you know, nuts and seeds and eggs and avocados and Mm -hmm. coconuts and free-range grass-fed meats and and wild seafood, specifically the small fish, sardine, anchovy, or, you know, wild salmon, shellfish. Uh, I test those things on my patients as Mm -hmm. I know you do on a daily basis and my patients are not coming up high in these toxins when they're eating those high quality foods. And how you mix up that pyramid is kind of up to you. I think the health uh, that's been proven by explorers, people that are still alive as paleo peoples including Eskimos, they eat nothing but caribou and moose and you know whale blubber and their health is fine. They're cold. Uh, I think it's also a sunshine deficiency for the, some of those people True. as well, of course, that live at that high latitude. Uh, but uh, the, the vegan lifestyle is just not congruent with, with total overall health. It's better yeah. in some ways than obviously eating fast food and junk Correct. food diet. It's a much cleaner process. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think ultimate is just following the wisdom of mother nature and how we've done it for millions of years. Yeah. That's the answer. Why, why, why try and re- try and reinvent? Uh, what we've been doing successfully for so many yeah. years.
0: Yeah, and and you know this is really uh, a big thing because there's a lot of cardiologists that are in to more of a natural, healthy lifestyle approach. But again, they're tell they're kind of breaking down breaking this down and saying things like, "Hey, stay away from all animal fats, right? But the right site, the right type of sourced animal fat, so grass fed beef, different things like that, can have tremendous benefits." And um, tell us about, like, some of the nutrients that we find in, let's say, grass-fed beef or grass-fed red meat or even something like um, like a grass-fed butter. Right,
1: right. So, you know, when it comes to these things, and once again, our ancestors have been doing it for so many years. Uh, uh, all animals on the planet are either eating other animals or they're yeah. eating insects. So right. not to bash the vegans, you know, per mm-hmm. se. Uh, but they're the only people and, that are not doing either one of those. Totally yeah. incongruent with nature, and I think it's bad advice to the public and to their patients. Uh, but once again, when you when you eat those meats, those quality meats, you're yeah. getting all of the good sat, um, fat, saturated fats. Right. You're getting conjugated linoleic acid (CLA). Yeah. You're getting good quality uh, uh, omega, you know, fats that are yeah. in there that yeah. we need to get the job done. There's certain. Um, Amino acids, taurine for example. Taurine is so important for healthy liver and gallbladder function. It's important for cardiovascular function. Taurine has been shown to be deficient in the vegan population Mm. and at very high levels in the paleo populations. And taurine, when you look at the data on taurine, Lowers blood pressure, right. decreases cardioectopic beats, PACs, mm. PVCs. People with irregular heartbeats, atrial fibrillation, which is so common wow. that I see yeah. for people, you know, as a complaint to come see me and to get them on these right products, to get them on these right foods. Uh, you know, people B twelve of course is notorious uh, for for people to be deficient in that if they are not getting the quality foods. But ultimately, I would encourage anyone who is following a totally plant based diet, please eat seafood because. Yeah it is very clear you cannot get omega-3 dha epa from vegan sources you can't do it and you and i both test people and when those people that we test we test their omega-3 levels they're all deficient in omega-3 epa dha when they follow that vegan lifestyle and the literature is very clear the people with the highest levels of omega-3 epa dha have the best health outcomes cardiac wise cancer wise brain wise autoimmune wise they live longer.
0: Yeah, I mean, omega threes are just so critical for downregulating that inflammatory cascade that you were talking about. That's damaging those arterial beds. So and so critical for brain function, immune system, everything. And we can't make it. You know, we yeah, have we right. Have a it's essential. It's essential. Fatty you know, That
1: delta sixty saturation yes. enzyme, and we do not convert these uh, walnut oils mm-hmm. or walnuts and chia seeds and these ALA, right. you know, alpha linoleic acids we do not convert those into the critical form. Now the number one place where DHA sits in the body that we only get from seafood yeah. is in the back in, of the eye. Right, right? It's sitting mm. back there in the retina. And the back of the retina, it's just catching everything from our environment. All yeah. of the light, visible light from our environment, and all of the ultraviolet light yeah. that we have receptors for in the back of our eyes. Right, It's all been vilified, but we're built to accept it uh, because we're in congruence with nature and with the sun. Yeah. And when all of that electrical light Um, you know, gets coming into our body, it's caught in the eye, and then it's converted to chemical forms, chemical energy, and the system works perfect. Why break that system that's been working perfectly for so many years? Yeah,
0: it's awesome, it's amazing. Yep, and so tell us about, let's say you were on a, you know, stranded on a desert island or something like that, and you had five foods that you could bring with you to live off of for, let's say, a year. Okay, five foods, um, you got sunshine, right? You're grounding, okay? You're swimming, you're at, you're active, but you only have five foods wow. that you can bring. Okay, tell wow. us your top five. Wow, um,
1: I for sure would bring uh, fermented vegetables. I love fermented vegetables, as you know, just kind yeah. of source of probiotics, yeah. Yeah. good healthy gut bacteria, uh, and so therefore, if I do kind of a fermented. Food jar. Yeah. I'll have a lot of different vegetables in there, so I'll kind Good of variety. cheat on that one, yeah. as opposed to me saying, "Well, I'll take broccoli or I'll take spinach <laughs> in it with me." So I, he's I, I cheating the that.
0: system here. So he's got he's got you know fermented cucumber in there. He's got ferment. So he's got the pickle. He's got cabbage. He's got, I've got pretty much everything in there. in there. I've got the Because you can pretty much there. ferment just about any
1: vegetable. Any, right? any of those, you put those in. Yeah, there. I would take that. Um, I would definitely, but I'm on the island though, so I already got seafood there, so I don't have to bring that with me, so I'm not going to say seafood. (laughs) Uh, I would definitely bring, uh, eggs with me. Right. I would bring avocado with me. I would bring, uh, berries, uh, Mm -hmm. with me and let's do some grass fed free range bison liver.
0: I like it. There you go. Let's do that. I like that. He's just getting the liver right there, which is actually the most nutrient dense part. Tell us about some of the nutrients you find in liver that are also good for the heart. Like I you know CoQ 10s in Co, there. Right? CoQ
1: ten, and once again, going back to LDL, you know CoQ ten yeah. is on that LDL bus right. as well. Yeah. And That's why you find that statins, mm-hmm. when they reduce LDL, yes. they reduce uh, CoQ ten, and not only right. that, but CoQ ten production and the whole you know process of how of how that all how that all happens
0: hey i just wanted to take a quick moment and tell you about my new book the fasting transformation i am so excited about this book it is a functional guide To help you burn fat heal your body and transform your life with intermittent and extended fasting fasting is the most ancient form of natural medicine and in this book i take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting improves your blood sugar and your insulin sensitivity how it shuts down inflammation in your body optimizes your hormones turns on fat burning and helps activate stem cells and deep cellular healing Guys, you're going to learn so much from this book. You can check it out, The Fasting Transformation, on Amazon or on our webpage, drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. So check that out now. You guys are going to love the book. And if you have a chance, leave a review on Amazon. Thanks so much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, and and with co- if somebody were to take, this is a, is a good point that our, our listeners really need to know. So, if somebody had a history of using a statin medication, okay, what should they do? Let's say they're, they're listening to this and they're like, okay, can I come off my Lipitor? Can I come off my Zocor? Is there side effects to coming off of that? Um, sh- what should I, you know, when, when I go in and talk to my doctor, what should I do about that? Or if they were to come to you and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm taking Lipitor right now, right? And you were going to give them advice. What would you What would you tell them?
1: Well, you know, certainly I, I encounter that very often. Yeah. And I wrote a whole chapter basically about some of these uh, useless, oftentimes yes. dangerous drugs. So best case scenario, Lipitor, Crestor, Zocor, the statin drugs have a very limited benefit. Right. So I tell my patients if they want to discuss this with their local doctor, uh, let's just do a trial. We know, yeah. you know, I would say to the doctor, the drugs really don't work anyways. Yeah. Uh, so can I try for three months on this other plan? Right. I was watching Dr. David Jocker's yeah. summit, and I learned yeah. all this information. I'm gonna implement that information over the next three months. Can we check my numbers now, yeah. the advanced numbers, mm-hmm. and then can we check them three months down the road, and let's see how I did. And if the doctor right. doesn't want to work with you on that, then of course you need to find a new doctor.
0: Yeah, that's you know, yeah.
1: And there's plenty of natural holistic providers that are out there that will help guide you. Neither one of us, of course, are telling anyone to stop their pharmaceuticals. Right. Uh, but the reality is certainly when it comes to statin drugs, it is very easy to do. Yeah. Some of the things like blood pressure drugs, we want to kind of slowly wean people exactly. off of. Uh, but when it comes to some of these others, we can do things uh, pretty quickly, but I would suggest anybody to do it in,
0: in guidance, you know, with someone
1: who's a professional in that field. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no real side effects of coming off of Lipitor, but obviously you want to work with that medical professional in a good process to come off of it.
1: Yeah, most certainly. No one is stopping Lipitor and saying, yeah. wow, I, I feel, you know, worse. I mean, Lipitor is not making anyone feel better. Yeah. You know, that's for sure. You're only going to feel better when you stop the pharmaceutical, right. uh, you know, but once again, yeah, you're doing that. Um, yeah. uh, you do it the right way and it's actually, it's, it's very simple and very rewarding for people to yeah. to see that there is an alternative. And once again, there's many doctors out there like us that are practicing this right now. Yep. Uh, the health revolution is on. The old it's model on. is totally mm-hmm. broken and there's something, you know, that was invented a few years back called the internet. And on the internet, you can go <laughs> yes. there and get tremendous health information. Very true. And become informed. It's not yeah. like becoming your own doctor on the internet, but it's really arming us yeah. with the tools. The 1970s are over where it was kind of like, you go to see your doctor and your doctor says, uh, I hear your complaint. Here's your prescription, goodbye. And you don't ask any questions. You know, take two aspirin and call me in the morning. And you're like, no, wait a second. I heard some dangerous things about aspirin. I don't want to do that. And there's this other doctor who's talking about, as you just said, omega-3 and omega-3 fats and omega-3 fish oil to lower my inflammation. Therefore, I'm not in pain and there's all these other ways. What say you, doctor? And if your doctor doesn't know, it's time to find a new doctor.
0: I mean, it's so true. I mean, really, ultimately, doctor means teacher. And today's, the the doctor of the future is a health coach, right? They're there to help encourage, inspire, empower you, obviously give you the right information. And so if you have a doctor that's not open-minded, I I always tell my patients, go into your doctor, tell them, hey, I'm starting a healthy lifestyle, I'm getting outside, I'm exercising regularly, getting in the sun, I'm doing these healthy lifestyle things, and I need your help to help reduce my blood pressure medications at the right time or something along those lines. Right. And I tell them, you're gonna get one or two responses. The doctor should be high-fiving you. They should be excited. Yeah, we're gonna watch this. We're gonna we're going to help you You know, with the process. We're gonna, you know, these are our checkpoints. You're gonna be looking at your blood pressure twice a day, whatever it is. If they're not like that, if they're closed-minded, that's not the right doctor for you. That's not somebody that's gonna be encouraging and uplifting for you and you you need a new environment. So yeah, I'm totally I, with you on that.
1: I think that the former person is a yeah. lot more likely.
0: Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think for
1: all the people that are watching this, you know, of course, there's, you know, let's just say, let's divide them into two people. There's the 25-year-old that's watching this and they're totally healthy, no health problems yeah. whatsoever, but they want the best. They really want to prevent. Right. They can really dive into this. Yes. But, you know, we're also talking about maybe the 55-year-old person who is on two, three, five pharmaceuticals. Yeah. They're the ones that really need the guidance. For other people, yeah, yeah you can dive, because it's like diving into mother nature. That's right. that's that's a piece of
0: cake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so you brought up aspirin, okay, and obviously, you know, I have a lot of clients coming in as you do that have been taking baby aspirin for a long time. And and in a sense, you know, the medical world looks at aspirin. I know, you know, it, it's a stimulator of the AMPK pathway, right? And so, which same thing with metformin diabetes drug. And so in you know, the medical system, they're like, wow, aspirin is one of the best things you can possibly do for your body. Take a baby aspirin a day. But tell us about why that may not be a good option and what other things we can do to help stimulate that AMPK pathway.
1: Well, I think there's, there's, um, benefits mm-hmm. quote-unquote yeah you, if you kind of break it down to a lot of different pharmaceuticals that's where you get some of that activity right but then you also get the side effect and the side effect of course aspirin would be catastrophic bleeding yes. gastrointestinal bleeding and pretty much anybody who's on aspirin does bleed at least a little bit mm. and unfortunately in my career I've seen people bleed a lot of it yeah uh, and die you know from from a gastrointestinal hemorrhage and the reality regarding aspirin and primary prevention is that it stinks yeah you look at the literature for and according to the american college of cardiology women who are 65 and under that are otherwise healthy women it's a contraindication it's Mm. what they call a class three which is don't take this for that reason Mm. so unfortunately the media has sold us something different. They're shouting a different message than even the American College of Cardiology, the biggest group yeah. of cardiologists in the world. So aspirin is not necessary for those people. And aspirin, it's there's, there's better ways and there's natural blood thinners, you yeah. know, if you will. But I think fundamentally, when you follow the keto-paleo lifestyle, when you get the sunshine, you get the sleep, you get the physical activity, yeah. you get the grounding, all the things that you teach, yeah. uh, your body is, naturally thinned your blood yeah. is naturally thin right. and it's working perfectly yeah so we don't need any extras to it so uh, aspirin is not something that i use in my practice yeah. not something that i recommend uh, as you said it may have some biochemical benefits mm-hmm. and you talk about ampk yep. you know pathway that does lower down inflammation mm-hmm. that has so many different components to it biochemically. Uh, one of my favorite activators of that is yeah. berberine. I absolutely yeah. love berberine. Yeah. Berberine, I think, is kind of like that Swiss Army supplement, uh, if yeah. you will. The Chinese have been studying berberine that comes from a plant. They've been studying it for 75 years. The literature is just hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of articles on berberine. Yeah. Uh, there's over 400 articles about berberine killing cancer. Yeah. Uh, berberine helps to... Uh, modify that cholesterol uh, panel uh, in a very positive way. One Mm. of the things it does is that increases LDL receptors on the liver. So as LDLs are floating around the body and as they're getting older and damaged, those catcher's mitts on Uh the liver pull that LDL out of circulation, yeah. and berberine helps to activate that. And part of that is through AMPK activation. Yeah. Uh, so you know whether it's resveratrol, curcumin, right. there's a lot of yeah. different things to do. And frankly, you can get a lot of that from the food as it is. Absolutely. But, um, I know you are a big fan of supplements, as yeah. I'm a big yeah. fan of supplements, because even the best foods are deficient yeah. in plenty of nutrients. Right. And a lot of people have to recover, and they have to recover fast and you can't necessarily do it from food alone. You gotta bring in these evidence-based supplements to supplement the healthy lifestyle.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and even just omega-3 fatty acids. I mean, think about, you were just talking about that. So aspirin, they're using it to help thin the blood, right? If you're getting enough omega-3 fatty acids, the right ratio of omega-6 to omega-3, which is really just eating a lot of vegetables and eating wild-caught fish, right? And if you're doing that, you're gonna naturally have that balance and uh, blood's gonna flow well, right? Gonna get that good oxygenation. Oh, no doubt,
1: and uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, every single cell contains omega three, you know yeah. EPA and DHA. It's all over the body, uh, and you're right. We need it. You know, mm-hmm. we want to have those nice slick blood vessels. Yeah. And when the blood vessels are nice and slick, nothing sticks to it. Mm-hmm. So you don't get coronary artery disease. You yeah. don't get deep venous thrombosis. Uh, you don't get blood that sticks together that will lead to a stroke or carotid artery disease. Yeah. And. That takes me back really to the sun because the sun really provides that energy to come in and make that surface uh, slick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something that's been popularized by Gerald Pollack as the exclusion zone. And as you have that exclusion zone where it's just this layer of pure water running on the inside of those vessels. Mm. So all of the different pathway things that are happening where, where the shuttle where you're taking LDL, for example, from the liver to the rest of the body, and it's flowing through those tubes called blood vessels, it's not going to interact anything when you have that slick blood vessel
0: generated from the sun. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we can't... The sun is just so... So key for you know for human health, and obviously it's been vilified for so long. So I'm really glad that you're bringing this to the forefront and to attention. I know for myself, I knew this when I was a teenager. I always felt significantly better when I was in the sun. In fact, my family we lived in Pennsylvania. We moved and i was sick all the time when we lived there we moved to florida near the beach st augustine beautiful area and i started getting out in the sun we were right near the beach i would go bodyboarding and surfing and things like that and it was like my immune system got better my whole body got better yeah. you know and it was like i just wanted to be out in the sun it was just natural and innate and i was just listening to my body i know you're in arizona so you get out in that heat on a regular basis right we were talking about that
1: Well, you know, people, you know, people come from all over the world into, you know, a holistic cardiology office, right? Because I don't have really much in the way of cardiology competition. There's not many people (laughs) like me. And I tell them, I say, you know, listen, you got to get sun. And they say, what do I do? I live in Canada. I live in upstate New York, all that kind of stuff. And I tell them, move. Yeah. You know, move to Arizona. In Arizona, it's sunny 450 days Uh a year. In Arizona, it's sunny at night. So, you know, if you want sunshine, move to some of these, you know, different areas. You take just these medical diagnoses that they come up with, like seasonal affective, you know, disorder, you know, where you're depressed when you live in Chicago in the wintertime. Well, it's not seasonal affective disorder, it's a sunshine deficiency right. syndrome, if you will, yeah. and get out and get that sun. Go At least go on yeah. a lot of vacations. Huge. Uh, and even so, even in the wintertime, if you can brave that cold to get out in sun and full body sunshine, our ancestors, right, were running around naked all the yeah. time. Right. And when you come to some of these events, whether you go to a cancer event or a cardiology event, uh, yeah. You know, we got to embrace that sunshine, and frankly, naked sunshine to, yeah. get, uh, to get the job done. Get as
0: done. much of that on your body as possible. You're, you're absolutely so right. So a lot of people will go out and they'll take a walk, but they've got, you know, sleeves on, right? They've got long shorts or pants. It's just not quite the same. You know, you're not getting that same level of sun exposure. So take the shirt off, you know. Um, if you're a woman, wear a sports bra. I know my wife and I, we take a barefoot walk, right? She has shorts. Uh, you know, tank top or something like that. I'll oftentimes take my shirt and we'll walk our boys around our neighborhood at least once a day, if not twice a day, right? Barefoot. Even though we're on concrete, we're getting on grass, Love things it. like that. We just we ground, you know. And so it's like usually a 20-minute walk. We're go we're, we've got hills, uphill, downhill. So it's family time. It's outside time. We're getting sun exposure. We're grounding. We're connecting. You know, it's really what we are made to do.
1: And it's totally free, right? These yeah. People sometimes exactly. complain about, well, I can't yeah. afford that kind of lifestyle. Right. You know? You're this this. Listen, sunshine's free. Sleep is free. Walking barefoot is free. In fact, the less yeah. clothes you wear, the less money you <laughs> exactly. can spend on clothes. Very true. <laughs> so no, I mean, uh, you know, just to, and it's so simple. Right? You don't have to join yeah. the gym. Right. You don't have to have this fancy month monthly membership. Just get outside. Yeah. Get Go out for get the moving. walk. Go with the yeah. family. Hold hands with everybody. Right. It's so amazing. Our little dudes. You know, we've got a ten year old and five year old. That five year old, he's still. He, yeah. We'll let him walk around the neighborhood naked. Yeah. You know, we'll you know, and in our backyard, as I talk about in my book, be careful careful on the weekends when you co- come over to our house and you peek over the fence, we will be back <laughs> ah, there naked yep. for at least some of the time. Yeah. So early morning, yeah. sunshine, afternoon, mm-hmm. whatever we wanna do, the more of it the, the, yeah. the merrier. You know, what if what if breast cancer was a sunshine deficiency to the breast? Mm. What if prostate cancer is a deficiency coming into the area of the prostate? Yeah. Colon cancer, on and on mm. and on. That sun helps to recharge the whole system. Mm. So yeah, certainly if you're going out in the neighborhood, I'm not gonna encouraging you, you know, <laughs> to walk naked. And if you do, hey, great. I, I, I don't care a person. There are, there are nudist colonies. I, know. I don't so. have a problem with that. You know, <laughs> if you want to go do that, that's fine. I'm not going to call the cops yeah. on you. Um, but that being said, we want to we really want to embrace that lifestyle, and it's yeah. so important, so healthy.
0: Absolutely. Oh, and
1: let me say just say this to you. Know, in Arizona, everyone's walking around, right? They got the fancy sunglasses. So if I mm. just said that you know, we need that UVA, UVB coming into the back of the eye, hitting those receptors, making that DHA turn and converting all that electrical uh, energy into chemical energy to feed the rest of the brain the back of the body, uh, we can't do that with sunglasses on. Even with regular glasses, it blocks off some of that light. So I'm not telling people to take off their glasses, especially while they're driving their car, uh, but just stand there for a few minutes and let the energy from the sun come into the eyes. And that baseball hat that everybody wears because we want to protect our face and our skin and all this stuff. our ancestors, once again, that scalp, that sun was coming in right through the right through the bone yeah. of, the, of the skull, right into the brain, and
0: just working its magic. Mm. Embrace it. Yeah, Embrace absolutely. It. Now, what are your thoughts on intermittent fasting, uh, and using that as a therapeutic approach? Uh,
1: I I love it. You know, the mm-hmm. the number one thing I think about fasting because you and I obviously yeah. can talk all day long about the science, and and we will, and it's fun and it's yeah. exciting and it's totally evidence based. But what's nice about intermittent fasting, I think it breaks addictions. Right. It breaks those food addictions to carbs. to to sugar, to alcohol. And once you kind of break those addictions, I think you do such a positive thing. Now, how long you can hold that break of those addictions is up to the individual person. The longer, the better. Uh, But I I love incorporating intermittent fasting. And it's really super simple, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like you're putting them through this whole program per se. You're just telling people, hey, skip a meal. Skip two meals. Do a water fast. Do a juice fast. Do some kind of a fat fast yeah. uh, or uh, you know or a bone broth fast right. uh, or fish bone fast yeah. know, fast uh, and I, uh, I find people are very successful, and I think it's yeah. fun. I think it's exciting. Yeah, it's something even kind of the whole family can do,
0: and uh, you know all yeah. this stuff. Obviously, you can do you know, it together.
1: Just significant stuff. societies have been doing yep. it for you know forever.
0: Absolutely. So there you heard it, guys. I mean, this is a cardiologist, and he's telling you get out in the sun, get naked, right out in the sun, or at least as minimal clothes as possible. He's telling you to get grounded. He's telling you to eat real foods. He's telling you take time where you know you're not eating. You know, space out your meals or do time time-restricted feeding, take times of fasting. This is, the, this is the words of a cardiologist right here, this is one of the best things you can do for your heart. So, Dr. Jack, tell us where, uh, where our listeners can find out more about you. Well, my wife and I, you know, once again, I became a natural cardiologist
1: after me, my wife, who who, wife, who is a doctor of chiropractic. For what it's worth, what I'm telling you, I think you should all see chiropractors, go make chiropractors yeah. your go-to doctor, the go-to mm-hmm. physician. That's my message, certainly, is that everybody must be under chiropractic care. Uh, my wife and I have a website called thedrswolfson.com. Doctors, Doctors is abbreviated DRS, thedrswolfson.com. We're on social media under the same name. And uh, my we have an office out in Arizona. We're both in practice and we love seeing patients. Uh, we love, uh, you know, changing the world. And that's what we're all about. So thank you so much for, love it, man. for having me on. Appreciate love
0: it, it, man. Really an honor and a privilege to have you. That's for sure, Dr. Jack. And so if you've enjoyed the content here with Dr. Jack and you want to really, I just want to really, uh, ask you to, to you know, take time to consider owning the Keto Edge Summit for yourself, where you can have all of these interviews the transcripts, everything you need at your own time and your own pace, so you can really just own this information, apply it into your life, and uh, you know I guarantee you're gonna get tremendous value, and really it's gonna help take you to the next level in your health. So if you would do that, uh, we would be honored and privileged, and we will see you on a future interview.